When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, uh, hello, darkness style friend. <laughs> you know, it's nice to talk to you You've again. come to be with me again. <laughs> yes, I have. Because uh, Pod Paxer's darkness drags his... Claire, his box full of uh, recording implements up to my office, to the Yurko. Every week for us to do this, yep. uh, and it means he has to drive from Lower McDougal all the way to, to Upper McDougal, through Upper McDougal, into, True. The, into heart, the heart of the farming, uh, village, the farming of village of Cotswold. So it's quite a ways, and it's quite an effort, and I, I always appreciate what he's doing and what he's trying to do. But can I tell you something? If you had something that brought joy to you, and that you really enjoyed doing, and that you thought to yourself, man... I, no matter how hard it is, uh, I, I want to go do this thing. Well, you'd figure out a way, right? Sure. I freaking love this, man. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. Are you back in the uh, millennial office yet? I went there today. And they let you in? And they let me in. Skinny jeans and all? And uh, Well, I'm wearing shorts today, uh-huh. but uh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> well, I've been sitting down since you got sure. here. So. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they let me in. and um, Face masks. I did wear, so in the public areas... That is something that they uh, have felt very strongly to enforce, and right. I'm fine. Uh, I, I have gotten past my desire to antagonize anyone uh, about anything. It's impolite. Uh, it is, and it, and it is. And, and that's what I realized is I was making things about me, and that's, uh, that's just not good leadership, so yeah, I'm not going to do that. doesn't matter what you think. No, it really doesn't. It really, I mean, in the big scheme on something like that. Sure. I, I, you, know, as you know, we all um, um, are willing to... Giving on some of our personal freedoms, right, sure. for others. Sure. Not do what we want to do in a particular moment. I guess there's a point where you cease, to, like you'd say, that's that's too far. Right. Uh, but I, but I think in in this t- confusing time, because yeah, you know, it sure is confusing. Uh, I would not want to make some person personally uncomfortable, even if I feel like they're mainly engaging in performatives. Yeah. No, it's uh, you know, we can- like how am I gonna know? Well, that's the thing, right? Is we, every week I feel like you know we get some kind of new piece of information. So you know what? Let's just let's just be cautious. There's nothing wrong sure. with caution. You know, it, it, it's a little bit well, similar actually, to a, a seatbelt. I'm not even saying that. What I'm saying is I will engage in it. Oh, I, yeah, for the benefit, for the emotional benefit of, of the other the, people around. Of the other people around. Well, and that's okay. That's fair. I wasn't sure which, which yeah, kind of which way you're going with that. But point being, I, I also regardless, I also also do not believe that a necktie makes you a better lawyer, a more formal <laughs> person. But I'll wear one to court, right? Because it was, that's our rule, custom. That's rule of custom. Yeah, yeah. It's in our general rules of practice, and it's what we do. You know, yeah. and uh, well, that's not, what I was getting. You yeah. know, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of like a seatbelt, right? Sure. I, if I really or or in South Carolina, a helmet on a motorcycle. Right. You know, if if that is your desire to to 
Nah, see, I'm on a motorcycle. <laughs> so you're mixing a couple things up here. I'm on so? a motorcycle. I think it's like, I mean, I think you've riding a motorcycle without a helmet. So it's funny how you have that, how you can be on different ends of different. Like to me, it's dangerous to ride a motorcycle without a helmet. It's personally dangerous. Oh, okay. You mean you should be able to take your own risk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I was getting. You know, and there's yeah. a weird little libertarian argument here that says not only that, you're more likely to die anyway. With, with the helmet? Well, it's, you know, people say, well, you should wear the helmet because it actually isn't only you. You then take up healthcare call. You know, you you take up healthcare sure. resources. And, sure. And my point is that would be kind of snarkily. Yeah, but you're more likely to die without that helmet. Right. You're not taking up any healthcare. Right. So really, I'm helping you out here. <laughs> like, like yeah. the, you know, like the smoking thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah. shouldn't smoke them. Like they'll die sooner. Uh-huh. They'll die sooner. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Two ways to look at that. Anyway, yeah. back to the be polite thing. Yes. How about we just all try to be a little more tolerant of one another? And that you know, it's funny when when all this started, uh, we as a family sat down and it still is on a whiteboard still on our on our fireplace uh you know our hearth and we wrote you, know, down said, you have a whiteboard on your hearth well we set it there oh okay it's, it's, it's not, not permanent. permanently affixed i was gonna say that's just a little bit of a corporate house <laughs> like your, kids we don't believe in fire here your, your kids me. are when they're going through counseling years from now be like what do you remember about your childhood? Well, we were very corporate. Dad was very, yeah. We had a white bar, a whiteboard over the fireplace. Well, you know, when we would have our standing uh, roundtable, right. you know, hustle meetings in the morning before right. we went out to school, Dad would. Uh, we would, had three three sixty feedback sessions, <laughs> and you know. No, uh, we said it there. Uh, it is not a permanent fixture, okay. but we wrote uh, kind of you know as as Sipo was descending upon us and all that kind of stuff. We wrote, "Here's the five rules." You know, sort of our, our our family manifesto of how we're going to get through this because we knew there were going to be some challenges being around each other and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things was people are you know even outside of our family or whatever your know, friends or things like that that you're going to bump into. You're going there's going to be disagreement, and so we're going to offer as much grace as possible. Okay, that is one of and the, you wrote that on the board. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're a much better family leader than I am. I don't know about all that, but well, no, I mean I it's different I, styles. I maybe, not, but. Yeah, maybe I should not make the effort to. Uh, well, your kid's a little bit older, too. So. Not much. Mm, yeah, I guess that's true. Not anyway, much. that matter. Yeah. Maybe I think they don't listen to me either. <laughs> Based on your comments from a couple weeks ago about how they mock you openly. I'm not, yeah, I maybe, feel like I if, I, if I put up a whiteboard and wrote on it, I feel like they would write disparaging comments around it. <laughs> or erase it and write something and fill different. Fill in something else. You know, uh, uh, or just like, okay, boomer. You right, know, that kind right. Of stuff. Well, yeah. I, I, maybe I just uh, part of it is that you know we've conditioned our children because we have uh, boards up around the house where you can write thank you notes to each oh, other. Oh, so there's more than one whiteboard in your corporate domicile. That's, that's right. In our very, <laughs> I mean, I've never looked at it this way, and now I'm starting to question my parenting. That's right. Uh, <laughs> is it dinner time or is it a staff meeting? <laughs> that's right. Well, is there food on the table? Let's Who's going to take minutes? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, we need to I move to approve uh, last week's meet. Ten-year-old, uh, would you please review uh, the minutes from last week? And weekend? that's what you call her, ten-year-old. Ten-year-old. That's true. I, I screw up their names so much, I call them oldest, middle, and youngest. It's roll, terrible. Let's, let's roll. Like oh, my gosh, let's. And, and we're back. back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. 
and I'll be joined every week by some of the greatest leaders I can find in F3 and beyond. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach virtuous leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. (laughs) So this weekend, you uh, participated in what I thought was... And I, I was really disappointed in some ways. I, w- I went to Cape Fear uh, and helped them celebrate their six-year anniversary, yep. which was fantastic. Yep, I saw that. Uh, a lot of fun. Really good group of guys showed up. Got and, some good weather. Oh, I mean, it was What like, do they call uh, straddle hops in the surf? I, I called them tide straddle hops. Oh, you called them that? Yeah, I just made that up. Oh, that's pretty yeah, made, good. You like that? Yeah, I thought they I, did. I made that up while we were standing, like, we were standing right at the edge of the surf, yeah. and I said, next exercise is the tide straddle. Do they like that? They like that. Okay. They have a different name for it, because apparently the Hoff, who I believe you know, yeah. uh, does that a lot, and so they just call it the Hoffs, like the side straddle Hoff or something like that, I think it is, because that means doing it in the, in the surf, but I didn't know that. All right. Um, I, but yeah, anyway, fine. it was it You was went your own way. Glorious. I, apparently I did, inadvertently, but uh, it was it was glorious. It was really, really good. But uh, that took me out of town, and so I did not join a Is that team. the sole reason you went to Cape uh, Fear, yeah. to, to the lead their workout? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. They, well, uh, Gravity uh, yeah. and Beauty, who uh, are kind of heading up the 10-year the stuff, they right. just invited me and said, hey, would you... And I thought I saw uh, F3 Slaughter was there as well. <sighs> I'll get emotional if we're not careful, but uh, Slaughter was, you know, as you know, has an office in uh, Myrtle Beach. He does. Um, and uh, where he performs his construction business there. He's got mm-hmm. an office there, an office uh, here in Charlotte. Um, and uh, he happened to be in Myrtle Beach on a job site. Uh, and when he drove over an hour. Oh, you didn't know down. he was coming? No, I, he told me he was gonna, you know. Uh, but, I, I mean, it wasn't like I was like, hey, man, you got to come down or what, sure. you know, or anything like that. Right. He, he knew I, he wasn't planning on being there. Right. Except that. Uh, I said, oh, I'm, you know, I just sort of mentioned it. Okay. And, and so he drove down. And you know who else drove down? Kitty. Okay, no, Hello, that doesn't surprise me. Over two hours. He, uh, he rode in the sidecar, though, I thought. Uh, Rapido. Match. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's his, that's his place now. Yeah. As, <laughs> sidecar as, kitty. As a kitty car. Dressed like Iron Man in a <laughs> cardboard <laughs> suit or whatever. Like, uh, so I was trying to figure that out. I don't but know. it actually combined everything that Kitty stands for. Right. Adopting things, costumes, costumes. Yeah, sidecar. Yeah. Yeah. sidecar. It all made sense to me. That makes sense to me yeah. too. And uh, and then uh, Maximus also from the fort just happened to be there because his folks lived there. Oh, so he he the he mighty Maximus, in. the mighty Maximus, former Nantan of the fort, soon to be former, soon to be former. soon to be former. He's getting ready to, to hand that off here soon, and that's probably news that <laughs> to the guys in the fort. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> whatever. I didn't know that. <laughs> if I, I figured if I knew, everybody knew. Right. So I'm the last right. guy to know most, most things. things. Yeah. So you did not, uh, because of that, did not participate in F3 Metro's uh, King of yes. the Queen. King of the Queen City Hills or King of the Hills. Uh, the the it's, it's gotten a little crazy. It's yeah, gotten a little nuts. But King, King of Queens. King of Queens, I think, right. is the way to the yeah. way, you, way you call that one. But um, but uh, my point in saying that is I tried to uh, wrangle up a team from the fort yeah. to uh, to go and no to do that. And, well, no, I got, got a number of takers and then kind of had some last minute back outs for yeah. different reasons and whatever. I uh, never could quite fill a 12 man team anyway. Um, and so I just, you know, and then when this thing in, in Cape Fear came up, I just was like, hey, you know what, this is perfect. I'll just go down and do that instead. Um, but uh, I I wanted to do it desperately because Red Fox, I think, exhibited exceptional leadership he did he i mean did. exceptional leadership in doing that uh and i mean from from the fact that it was only three weeks to plan uh he threw something together and 
It's not even that he executed something well, which he did. It was that he looked around and saw this need coming out of Saipo. He saw these guys that were that needed something to energize them again and to get them back out together and to and to pull them together again. And he just leaned into that and just kicked its face in and did it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was uh, awesome. and it was it was simple. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. who, who was I going back and forth with? Um, I can't remember. Who said, you know, what are the rules? Oh, it was, uh, it was all right, all right. Anna. Oh, it was all right, it was. Yeah. And I yeah. said, rules, rules. Oh, I guess what? we had rules. And the reason I say that is because, I mean, literally what we did. So there's three. <laughs> so good. There's, yeah, there's three legs to it. Yes. Uh, all three are, basically the, the three horror show legs yeah. in uh, F3 Metro. Charlotte is Piedmonty. I don't know if it's technically part of the Piedmont. Okay. It's got some hills to it, man. It's, oh, yeah. I mean, and you can find them. Oh, yeah. Uh, rolling hills. You know, yeah. we're about 800 feet above sea level. You know, right. so right. some rolling hills, 700, 800 feet. And um, so one of them is called a bone saw because it, uh, on your yeah, Strava on your afterwards, Strava. it looks yeah. like a bone saw. And I, right. you know, I think it's, uh, I believe, I'm trying to remember who, who came up with the bone saw. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was the goat. It was the goat. Yeah, yeah gnarly goat. Because yeah. gnarly goat's firehouse used to be right there. Oh, is that right? Right, okay. very close. Okay. So essentially what it is is a half mile loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost exactly half mile on a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you run about half of it uh, <laughs> straight up a freaking wall. Right. right. And then it's got a couple, of, you know, it's like a little bend right. back You down. run an 880 up a brick wall, upper wall. Yeah. I mean, it's just, And then you run, a, you know, a, a, a level. And then yeah. you go down the right. wall, and then you right. run another, another level, and you do it again, and you do it ten times. So that gets you five miles. And there's a little bit of a run into it. So it's five and five yeah. and a mile, half right. or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get yeah. in and get out of that's it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But for me, for my money, that's the hardest one out there. It's brutal. It, it I've, really, I've run it a couple times, it, and it's it, it really is brutal. Yeah. So if you think you can run, I, I mean, it's just horrible. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's that's what I like about it. In in some ways, is uh, uh, I don't care how fast you are. You you gonna hurt on that hill? Yeah, no, it's there's no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, so that's the bone saw. Second one is second hardest one is uh, McHorsey, which I've not run that. Yeah, which is a four lap route. So it's more like closer to a mile. Okay, uh, each one and it's got this one hill. It's not as bad as the bone saw. And it's got three or four little roller hills, but it's it's a crusher. And we did that. You can so that's the second one. So that gets right. about five, it's got to run in, run out. So that gets about five and a half too. Mm-hmm. Third one is the sweet mother, which is kind of new idea because we always had the sweet six, but then we added you know to go up twice up the mother right. in the middle of it to get and you to about seven and a half. I asked somebody, and and maybe you know like so the mother, as we have discussed yeah. in the past, is a twelve story uh, parking deck right. um, that has this spiral at one end, the dizzy back, and yeah, yeah then they call we call it dizzy back, and it is just horrible to run up. Yep. Um, and uh, because it's very steep and it's just around, I can't even beat a code. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just horrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It probably got grandfathered into some. I don't you know. know. Like, who I mean, knows? Just, but, yeah. But how far is it if you run from the bottom of that to the top? What is that distance around the circles? Up and back is a quarter. Is a quarter. Okay. So you add yourself another half mile. Another half mile of, right. of basically straight up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, straight up and down. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's brutal. It is brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. And and to me, the mental game of running up the mothership is almost the worst because you get to like floor eight and you're coming around that curve and you're thinking, all right, all right, I got some in me. I got some in me. Don't look up. No, 
because as soon as I see what the sign says of what floor I'm on, right. like all the gas goes out of my tank. I'm like, Bleh. so the way we did it, there's actually two ways you can do it. You know, what do you do? But the way we did it, it's about three miles to the bottom of it. Okay. And um, the first two are levelish, downish, so pretty easy. And then the third one is a climb. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think I did seven twenty, seven twenty three, something like that. And then, yeah. and it's the third leg. And then uh, I was running alongside Fish Wraps. Cause it was pretty infamously crazy. Yes, wife. Oh, who's okay. out there? And uh, I think she ran all three legs. Anyway, I'm running kind of beside her, and we're kind of going back and forth. And I'm like, I cannot. You know, I'll just never be able to live yeah. this down, right? She's right. a very good runner. Yeah. So I'm running faster. I want to run. And finally, like about a half mile away from the mothership, she's wearing headphones. She takes off her headphones. She looks at me and she says, oh, you know, I'm not going up the ship. I'm just going straight. I was like, <laughs> good. Oh, glad. Glad. <laughs> 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 Glad I murdered I said, myself. Matter, it didn't matter to me. I was just doing what I was doing. Yeah, this is just how I fast, how fast I normally run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> that was a horror show. Yeah, and it was a weird event too because you like, you know, we never even got twelve guys. We had guys run on my team on one leg. We had guys uh-huh. run two legs. I mean, it was. It's, we it's had a, a guy I thought was on our team. There's one dude, <laughs> sheep. Okay, this guy's sheep. So uh-huh. I, I don't. I know, maybe I've seen sheep before, but I I don't know. Anyway, I was. Saw him on the uh, bone saw, uh-huh. and then he and I were kind of at the same pace. And I was running with him. We're talking a little bit, and then I saw him on the uh, horsey again. Uh-huh. And then uh, we ran the the uh, we did that Saturday morning. On Sunday morning, we ran the sweet mother. Okay. And I'm running with him pretty much the whole way. He gets back and he's like, "Man, um, thanks for pacing me out there." Whatever. whatever. And I was like, "That's good." So then we went to the. Uh, to the to the brewery for our party at uh-huh. two o'clock in After, the afternoon, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, this is sheep. We're on the same team." He goes, "Oh, not on your team. <laughs> I have my own team." Well, I said, "What are you talking about? We ran yeah, every leg together." Every he goes, yeah. no, "I just ran them. I just happened to be there at the same time." What do you mean? Just happened to be at three places at the, the same, same time? Come on, man. Yeah. That's what he said. That's what, and I believe it. Yeah. Well, that's how random a race it was that was. Just an abs- I mean, if you really look at it too, it was it was, it was just enough chaos. I think. Yeah. Uh, based on the tweets, you know, that I yeah. saw and stuff, like just enough chaos. Uh, to make it actually really fun. Yeah, so it was fun. It wasn't really a race because, you know, the A-team was uh, hand-picked. And uh, there were some some studs on some other teams. But, you know, there was just yeah. never any doubt that those guys... I think they averaged like 707 or something like that. Up these... I mean, yeah, that's, horrible. I Look, that's, they run faster up that Bonesaw Hill than I run down. Uh, no. No. Some of them. They're pretty uh, fast. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. It's down where they really get you. Because they just really open it up? Yeah. I mean, I think almost everybody... Okay, there's exceptions to this. It's down... You know, you're you're chugging and they're chugging. Right. Up. And I notice if you're with one of those guys on the uphills, you're... You know, they're not smoking. It's down. I just... Like, I get to the crest and I'm like sucking in O2 trying to yeah. recover. And they, yeah. just, they just roll into like... They just can't... Yeah. So, you know, if you're... If you can run a 750 up one of those hills... And then you get to the top. Then they run a six. Oh, all the way down. I got you. And I'm going seven fifty, and I'm, you know, getting down to seven forty. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. 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 I can't do it. I mean, I just not. No, it's not oh, good. I'm not, I'm not, not that good. I can't recover that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not that it's good. It's crazy. So much fun though. But yeah. again, uh, we don't do T claps here. Uh, that would be a featurette, and we've disputed We don't do those. featurettes. Um, but uh, 
How about man, just a kudos? Yeah, really strong, healthy to, kudos. Uh, the F3 Metro leadership yep. team. Yep. Grizzly leadership and team. Red Fox. And, and Earth Mover is the second F guy, and he... Uh-huh. Uh, took care of the after party and everything. I mean, Did some of the rocking because we had a rock team. We had a rock, couple of rock teams. I, that's right. I saw that. No, uh, there was there was more than one because I remember because. Uh, um what did a former Booty. member of the fort? That's right. Now F three Metro ran, did it at like eleven <laughs> minute miles. Uh, Fourteen, but still. I don't know. I think I saw different numbers, but he had like sixty five pounds or something like that. Which what in the world? Are you, but they did. They made a they made a uh, determination that he had to carry pretty heavy. I think. But uh, yeah. You know, you so, got, I mean, that guy is just a monster. So I think it was a lot of fun. It invigorated leadership. Of course, that's, that's what, what we're all it. about. Yes. Got us uh, moving again. You know, in Metro being the oldest region, you know, I look at some of the regions now and I'm like, Metro used to be like that. Mm. And that's much, it's not bad. It's just that, you know, at some point in time, phases you, get a little, of growth, I think. Well, you get a little, yes, phases of growth, you get a little spread out, you know, mm-hmm. you guys come in and kind of guys settle around, you know, you take like the. I forget what checkpoint was calling that A team. He had a name for it. Oh, something that Diamond Dogs da- or something dads, like that. Dags. Something Dags. Diamond Dags. Diamond Dags. Or, I don't even know what that means, but yeah. But those guys, you know, I run with some of those guys like an eight on eight, you know, and they make yeah. it run faster. But, right. You know, they have their, they're in their own realm now. Yeah. And there's no way you could do a boot camp with no. everybody like we used to. Yeah. No. You know, it's just filtered out. And, uh, and I don't think that's bad. Well, I, I think, think guys kind of found their own, yeah, the yeah. guys found their own level, and uh, yeah. I'm trying to go for a more balance between strength and speed. Anyway, you right. know, uh, and you know, we were talking about this yesterday. It's like if you start trying to get stronger, you're going to get slower, right? You know, that, that I that know just, it's the it just, yeah. You well, know, that's why you know, like we we talk about it. You and I have talked about it a lot. Where it's like, you know, we try and do these grow rucks, and you can't really ruck train and you know, let's say like Spartan train or, you know, like the, it's the training or, 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 you know, P200 train or whatever, like the, all the training is just different enough. Sure. And you just try and, you know, like I just kind of look at the curve and go, well, I'll shoot toward the middle and sure. see what happens. You know, uh, no, so I'll just, never be the uh, fastest guy. But. I just try. Yeah. I just yeah. want to be, you know, well, I'm not doing it to compete uh-uh. for some kind of crown. I'm doing it to, to maintain, accelerate yeah. rather my uh, overall fitness in every area. So yeah. same. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, for me to be functionally useful. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, that's that's really at the end of the day, like functional strength. That's what I like. Let's listen to this podcast, and this dude had written a book, and he might have been on Art of Manliness, but he was like, it was, his whole system was called Gas Station Ready. Did you hear this guy? <laughs> no, what? And the whole premise of it was that, you know, you're at a gas station late at night, and some, you know, uh-huh. dude comes up, accosts uh-huh. you or your family, whatever. Are you ready? You know, are you gas station ready? I kind of like that. That's a way to look at it. But that's, yeah, yeah kind of. Right. You know, that's, uh, well, it's like you, you said this before, and so I, I adapted it as well, but um, stole. Uh, but the whole, like, can you run a mile? Great. Can you run a mile in eight minutes? Great. Can you run a mile in eight minutes carrying 30 pounds? Great. Can you run a mile in eight minutes carrying your 10-year-old? Yeah. Most importantly, can you run a mile carrying me? Right? <laughs> most important. Well, that's most important for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but that, yeah. so there is no real way... There's the events of life to be, you know, we, we can't call it gas station ready because we're stealing. Oh, what the heck? We'll just do it for now until I come up with something new. Uh, uh, we'll call it service station ready. Service station <laughs> ready. You know, if, um, if you are, if, if you are, if that's your goal to be gas station ready. Right. Since you can't really predict exactly what you're going to need, you just have to continually continue to accelerate it. Well, yeah. And that's our whole, I mean, the whole premise behind Good leadership is right. prepared. That's right. Preparedness. Right. I mean, that's that's what it is, right? It's you know, I, getting ready and staying ready. I feel f- pretty confident 
that if I was accosted at the gas station I was by myself, that I can run away effectively. <laughs> That's a g- good luck catching yeah. me. I mean, I'm not super fast, but I'm thinking most gas station accosters. Yeah, they're not. They're yeah, not known for their like, speed. And yeah, I mean, if if I, if, I, if you don't get me in the first hundred meters, I'm not real fast. But after that, I'm like, let's yeah. start spreading it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah you have a problem. <laughs> you got to be really dedicated to the cause, and you yeah, ain't gonna be. Yeah, it's like a dedication. You know, I mean, now if I'm with my family, right. or I've got the right. family bullion in the trunk and I'm not gonna leave there and now I gotta do something a little different well you know can I can I refuse to be accosted yeah you know that's a question can I resist am I durable enough you know those are all questions right yeah so you don't know what you're gonna need to do um so you're gonna have to get ready you have to get ready yeah it's preparedness baby that's that's the beauty of it that is the beauty of it it. and we got four quadrants of that (laughs) quadrants of preparedness we do is we We do do. we does so uh you know just a quick uh what I've been reading, what I've been looking at. Yeah, I was just going to ask. So before we jump into anything else, uh, what's well, the butcher's word? We can jump right in. We don't have featurettes, no, but I like a, to ask you what is word. the butcher's word. I finished Ozarks. Oh. Uh, first it, three seasons. Okay. I was, I was, is it, but it's still going like, as well, in, as in you're caught up or? I, I, I watched everything there is to watch. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Good. And it's right. a, it's a Netflix original, if I remember correctly. So it's uh, not like. Yes. So I believe there's going to be more. Yeah. Good. And there's a real twist to the end of season three. It's uh, pretty cool. So, you know, go ahead and watch that. All right. I good. watched uh, the movie Cop Car. Okay. I don't, I've not heard of that. It's, it was like Kevin Bacon and it was, well, I it, mean, it's like probably how str- could you go wrong straight then? to video. Like last night I was sitting there, I got nothing to watch. I watched that. But that entertained me. Okay. What, uh, what was it about? About these two kids who were running away, 10 year old boys, and they find a cop car. With the keys in it. Oh. And they... Um, Hijack that mother. They start messing around with it, and uh-huh. they end up going on a little joyride, not knowing that Kevin Bacon's sheriff, he left it there so he could go bury a body that he illicitly had shot. <laughs> and there was another body in the trunk that was, oh, no. that was still alive. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's trying to find the car. And, oh, my gosh. And, these know, kids are... Yeah. And uh, hijinks ensue. Well, that's pretty good. Simple. You know, that's one of those movies you watch. It's like, it entertained me. I watched it an hour and a half. Right. I was like... I could have written that movie. Yeah. You, know, you don't feel like you wasted an hour and a half yeah. watching it, though. I could have written that narrator. Then why didn't you? <laughs> right. right. Then why didn't right. you? The, you know? Okay. I'm like, I could act as well as Kevin Bacon. Then why, then why don't, don't you? Narrator. Then why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Okay. So cop car. Cop car. Uh, all right. That's a... Uh, is it, uh, by, by the end of it, he's like, you cannot steal a cop car. You don't get to steal a cop car. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened in between. Uh, you think? Yeah. yeah okay. That's but it's good. got a feel-good ending. Okay. Ish. Okay. I mean, for a murder cop Ish. guy. And there's a couple of good, um, not cameos, but just like, you know, Shea Wiggum's in it, who's in everything. Who am I? Yeah, you know, nobody, he's one of these actors you'll, you like don't the, know his this, real name, this, uh, but as soon as you see him, you go, oh, that guy. Like this generation's Gene Hackman? For instance. No, well, everybody knew Gene Hackman. No, I, I was joking. Uh, but um, for instance, um, he's actually this generation's Clancy Brown, although he's still kicking around. You know, Highlander. Uh, oh, okay. Highlander. Yeah, you know, okay. The, 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 uh, the guard in Shawshank Redemption who almost threw, uh, what's his name, okay. off the roof, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, Clancy Brown's his name. Yeah, yeah. Hardly anybody knows that, right? So yeah. uh, anyway, Shea Wiggum is the, was the FBI agent in uh, Waco who ran the CRT guys, who ran the, yeah. Yeah, the, the angry. Right. right. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. he got dudes in everything. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he plays a body in a trunk. <laughs> he, wait, he's the body. 
He's alive. There's yeah, two yeah. bodies. Right, one right. dead one alive. But he's the body in the trunk. Right. Okay, yeah. good quality. Yeah. I love it. And he looks, he's a dead ringer for F3's Blackjack, if you've ever come across him. Uh, you know, I've, I have met Blackjack, but uh, not. You didn't see I, the resemblance? Uh, I'd have to now go back and, and think about it, you know, because I don't. Got a nice note um, from F3's Monk, who's now up in D.C., uh, I think you were on that point out I, I, <laughs> a couple of theological errors in my recitation of can the I, Q source. Can I just throw out there and say, I, uh, if monks in the room, I know I'm not the smart guy, right? Well, that's why we have the like, disclaimers about right. theologians. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Yeah. So he, he writes this note and I'll just, I'm going to set it up for you a little bit, but he writes this note about Q source and yeah. about, you know, our, semi-incorrectness about how we attributed certain things or something. Sure. I read what I could understand of it um, because it's candidly over my head. Some of it was in Greek. <laughs> exactly, right? Which I know you're fluent, but I don't. Sure. I got nothing. And uh, and so he writes this thing. And usually, uh, if Dred and I are, co- are copying on a, a note together, I would say that I, I, I'm pretty responsive with that sort of thing. I'm not nearly as busy as Dred, and so I, you know, I usually write back, and go, oh man, thanks so much. I read that, and I was like, I, I don't even know if I thank him for this. Like, I, I'm not even sure what I'm reading right now. So I had to wait until you. <laughs> well, I appreciated it. I know you yeah. did. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. See, you know, I had no idea what's going like, on. Like, you know, um, simple caveman. Well, my knowledge is broad, but as shallow as a wafer. Yeah. I have a wafer thin, but very. It just. No, I, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really appreciate it when an enthusiast, and he is an enthusiast. He is. Yeah. Uh, Gives me, you know, instruction on well, something. In a well-informed, help me take me deeper. And very, and, and but I love the way he always does it too. It's always just, just so much graciousness right. and just, yeah. I mean, he's he's not like calling you on the carpet. It's like, you know, here's a, you know, here's here's some interesting right. stuff. I think that's that right. actually could help you with what you want to know. Yeah. In fact, I would man. say, uh, without enthusiasts, I would never progress in life because you know I, I have all I have enthusiasts in all areas. Yes, who uh, you, you keep a, a coming to help a gaggle of enthusiasts around who, who, you who come in to help me when I uh, try to descend more deeply than my wafer thin <laughs> depth of knowledge and have an enthusiast that will, straight, that will help you. straighten me out. <laughs> I don't know. I always appreciate it. Well, you know, uh, not to get too well. First, tell me this: what else are you listening to? Uh, you know, that's it. Then, okay. I don't have anything new to okay. report. All right, I don't have anything new. Those are good though. Those are good ones. I'm, sure. I'm, I, uh, based on your recommendation, I have decided to uh, give Ozark another chance because I only made it like an episode and a half, and right. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this or not. Like it was fine, but I right. didn't, it just didn't grab me right away. And right. I, I'm in the midst of whatever else I was watching or doing. So I, but I have committed to myself to do that, um, to, uh, to, and now to you to, uh, to watch the Ozark. So I'm interested to see. I think it'll be exciting. I think it's a good uh, show about leadership. Well, <clears throat> that's and that's why I figure I'll give it a give it a whirl. Yeah, um, as a budding enthusiast in the leadership space, as we would say in our corporate household. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, your mother is recently <clears throat> branching out into the brunch space. <laughs> that's She's got some chicken and waffles for you. Exactly. <laughs> now, listen, ten-year-old. Uh, I didn't want to uh, bring this up, but unfortunately, your room has uh, not passed inspection. We're going to have to put you on a performance plan. I'm sorry it's about not, that. All right. It's, but hey, we uh, we need you need a little more accountability. It's all opportunity. Uh, oh, oh! I see what you did. I segued you. Yeah, I saw that. That this was good. That was usually, kitty level. That was. That's usually uh, Doa's job uh, or the sidecar's job to do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, it is. That's, that's, it is. Yeah, that's the deal. It, it yeah. is. Yeah. But I got to say, you are a talented amateur segwayer. Yeah. Kitty's the pro. He is. He's just, it's true. Man, he's just, It's true. He can, I mean, he can drag it he's out He's as smooth as Velveeta. Melted Velveeta. Melted Velveeta. He is, man. Cheese no. product. I mean, he is. <laughs> so accountability is where we're at, right? Yeah. So that's submission to standards through enforcement and consequence. Correct. Kind of a, uh, in my mind, a pivotal uh, cue point. One you could almost say the whole cue source really revolves around in a way. Hmm. If, if you think about it. Uh, Tell me more. Well, you know, we, this is to, to tack onto a little bit what we were talking about last week when mm-hmm. you and Agony had a little bit of a, you know, a yes. Twitter discussion. But, you know, without... All the ideals in the world, all the old goals or whatever you whatever you have, really don't amount to much unless you subject yourself to some outside force to help you get there, in my mind. Because we're just, it's not that any particular man is too weak, it's that he's too inconsistent. That, right, that's, sure. That's, that's my viewpoint of it, you know? Yep. You have these, you know, the great ideals, you can have thought them through, you can get, get off to a great start, but the flux is always going to get well, that's you. That's what I'm saying is life will get in your way, period. Period. Yeah. It's it's always going to get you. And uh, because I have such a great accountability group, you know, um, and we've been together so long, you could just take our physical performance mm-hmm. and, and, just, and just gauge it by that. You know, at any given time, one of the four of us has been in better shape than the other three. Okay. You know, gauged yeah. by, you know, right. Times relative or, speed yeah, times yeah. or whatever. It's one of us has been injured. Another has not been mm-hmm. one, of, you know, it, it just, to me, <laughs> it's, it's like just, you pass it around. Yeah. It's just fascinating. Yeah. You know, this time last year is, I think I got plantar fasciitis about July. So I'm pro- close wow. to it. Okay. You know, yeah. so from about mid July, but this time last year, I mean, I remember, I think it was Stinger was in, you know, the best shape of the four of us and we were all chasing them, you know? And then by mid July, I was like just injured and yeah. went to the bottom and stayed there Literally. all the way through the end of the year. Yeah. And then started kind of accelerating at the beginning of the year when a pain uh, subsided. And then all three of those guys has gotten hurt. Oh, like one at a time. Yeah. I'm new stinger was stinger's yeah, gotten hurt strong, yeah. and uh TML suffering from a hammy and uh ice nine has had, man, he's had hip, injury um he's had several you know so yeah it's funny how it happens you know and then (laughs) right and then you're dragging the guy you know just like it just right which car on the roller coaster are you right now yeah and and but but staying together yeah is what manages to keep you going through the flux so set aside and you could look at all the cue points and say okay well that's the king right sure how about the queen well well, you Similarly, know, yeah. some of us are having trouble governing Keeping what we're putting in our pie hole, <laughs> right? Jester, one or more of us is, is just struggling mightily yeah. with his jester. You know, I was, as I think I've been um, open about the beginning of Sipo, I yeah. almost lost control of yeah. my anger. Yeah. And um, I would have lost control, left to my own devices. Uh I look back and I'm like, I know everybody's had their own cross to bear through Sipo, but for me, it was almost as if the devil had constructed it to, mm. to, to lead me astray, to, to, um, to, right. to, to separate me from God. It's like agony calls the, the devil the splitter, you know, because he splits you, uh-huh. right? You know, and so no church, yeah, right? Separated from the thing I love most, which is, you know, uh, aside from my family doing F3, right. you know, uh, 
courthouse shuts down, so I can't go to court. Can't I work. Can't, yeah. You know, can't, I can't, well, not only cannot work, I cannot do the thing about work, which I feel like I was right. designed to do, right? You know, I can't, I can't, I can't try a right. case. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, kids shut mm-hmm. out of school, home, driving their mom crazy. Right. And um, confronted by, you know, what I believe is a governance that is left some leadership to be desired. So I, I just, it was, I was amazing to me when I look back on it and how left to my own devices and every, I don't know what would have happened to me. Well, I know what exactly would have happened to me. The things that used to happen before, which is I would reach a crescendo mm-hmm. of anger and do something really dumb for which I would have to, to make amends. Right, try and pay clean up the mess. Yeah. And then in that, you know, and that sets me back that, decelerates me but it didn't happen because i would stop and i kept number one they kept talking to me and i kept talking to them and saying you know i'm having this feeling i'm having this feeling i'm like you know and uh now i look at it gosh it would have been so silly to do it think about all the stuff that's changed well that's how it works right right? that's how the that's how the flux works right and that's why accountability is 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 absolutely so critical. So for that alone, for me, if the standard, mm-hmm. right, and the standard, of course, is some sort of objective measurement, sure, right? You could say yes or no. Yes. And the standard for me that I've asked for my accountability group for, for help for is to have zero public <laughs> displays <laughs> of rage. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. Now, we get behind closed doors with those guys. That's right. what it's for. Right. Yeah. Right? Open it up. You know, that's what yeah. it's for. Right. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm not tempted to it. Sure. It doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, um, don't want to do it. Right. right. Or what it means is that I don't send out a bunch of tweets, you know, right. after a couple of IPAs right. that then I've got to explain yeah, and, and, roll and apologize. Back somehow. For, yeah. Right? So I've had to apologize to those guys a couple of times. Sure. And I've had to apologize to the guys in the SLT a couple of times you know, what we call the SLT plus right, right. Um, for blowing my stack over really minor stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, in retrospect, minor in, stuff. Right. In yeah. retrospect. Yeah. And uh, but I haven't had to, to do any, you know, public mea culpas. <clears throat> but more importantly, I haven't a on the F3 side. I hope, you mm-hmm. know, driven away a guy that wanted to be part of this. But it's like, I don't want to be around a guy like that. I haven't yeah. on my faith walk side haven't discredited my witness. I right. hope by right. acting in a way that is completely inconsistent with the way I right. say. That would, yeah, that would right. damage that. So yeah. that's my hope, and that, you know I don't have any. You know, DM me if you want to point out where I'm wrong, but because um, that would help me. Uh, <laughs> but to to me, that's the blessing of it. That's the utility of it. Right. So standard zero public, you know, rage outs or whatever yeah. melt meltdowns. Um, Enforcement of that is these guys, right? right. Enforcing that, right? right? Consequences um, of of having done it. Well, you know, I just it's these guys calling to me, calling me to account. Yeah, when they see things starting right. to go weird, because it's early. Yeah, you know, you can always tell with me because uh, <laughs> my language gets rough. Uh huh. My temper gets short. Uh huh. I instead of kind of playfully tease guys, I start. Leaking like into mockery. Coming after him, yeah. Well, and I start, I start going to mockery. Okay. Right? You can always tell. Yeah. You know, then I start withdrawing. 
you know, spending more time yeah. myself, kind of, you know, old man muttering, you know. <laughs> in your house slippers in your robe, like, yeah, I don't, I don't care what freaking kids are stupid. Kind of psycho. I can't picture it. Uh, Only perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, to me, that's that's what accountability does, right? Mm-hmm. Now, um, I did not ask for them to hold me accountable uh, for my pornography use because I don't have that gesture. Right. Not that I'm not a man with eyes. I just, that's not no, no, what that's devils not, me. Right. right. Yeah, that's not what draws you and splits you from that's right. God. That's right. Yeah. Now, um, we talk in the Q source about the difference between being accountable, you know, your, your gesture and your blind spot. Right. You know, your blind spot being the thing that sneaks up. You just yeah. can't. Yeah, you like, just... rage does does not sneak up on you. <laughs> you smell him coming. Oh. You, you know what's happening. I want it. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. You know, but if, it will decelerate you. Oh well, no, I I know yeah. all that's good. no, no, no. I'm just yeah, saying, but that's right. that's the that's the problem, well, right? That's you the know, thing. when you self-justify, you know, mm-hmm. as as everybody does when they well, when yeah. respond to your gesture, like, and we go through the you know, we went through the chapter on the gesture, the cue point on the gesture. We talked about, you know, the five lies that the gesture tells you. It's like this is who you are. You right. know, if if yeah. loving me is wrong, you can't be right. You know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, that, that this is what the gesture does, and to have the your your Sherlock helping you with that is awesome for me the blind spot that i have is my is, is my queen yes is my yeah, weight about, yeah you know that's the thing where i just like i don't i mean i don't see it coming right and then now you wake up one morning and you're like where how did all these twinkies get well, gone like <laughs> or i try to try to get my tux on and i can't get <laughs> I'm like what happened who stole this oh, shrink i call the dry cleaner i'm like i think you gave me the wrong tux and they, they say this is that's what you told us last time this happened you know because yeah, yeah, yeah. what i want to do is um convince myself that i don't have to weigh myself every day and right. take myself every right. day oh yeah and you know that's what i want to do right right that's your blind spot yeah right so i don't really think the blind spot so much is a sin, uh-huh. but just kind of like it leads to sin, right? It's, it's just one of those like, um, well, again, we, the way we refer to a lot is the natural man, right? Man, that's your, yeah, that's just, right. that's, that's the am, one that just, man. that's just kind of how you, how you're programmed for that's, whatever reason. That's who I am. But right. you have to be aware, right? Right. Right. And since it's a blind spot, you can't aware yourself of it. Right. If you could, it wouldn't be a blind spot. That's right. So you have to have those guys, the guardrails right. in place, right. and, and then, then those guys, guys to hold, hold you account. to those right. guardrails. That's yeah. right. You know, um, I, uh, and I know I've told this story before, but this monk pointed out the email. He says, Q, Q source, it's like you set, you, know, you set out this set of standards, this philosophy, this theory, or whatever it is, and you just keep repeating it over and over again. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> that's really you're true. Like, um, well, it's, that's what we're supposed to do. Isn't it? <laughs> it's, really, it's really true. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really true. And so here's some repetition. You know, I, uh, never had a problem in the military with my weight. Right. It was, well, there, there was no discretion. There's no discretion. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, you didn't get to say when you woke up and when you worked out and when you, and right. what you I ate. I had to do it. I knew yeah. I was getting on the scale. I knew that if I went over that I was not to take off my clothes. Right. Right. And as soon as you start taking off your clothes, everybody knows exactly that you're right. Ready. You know, I knew that I was going to have to be taped. Right. You know, and I knew, you know, and they pull the tape out. I knew all those things. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, I knew that on the PT test, you know, uh, that, that this quarterly, you know, that everybody was going to see, yeah. you know, you're out there running. It's like, if you're 
going to the back of the pack. Everybody would see it. You're supposed to be a leader, man. What's the deal? Right. right. That made it really easy because I had no discretion. Yeah. You know, and then it, when I got out of the military, I was like, wow, now I'm free. And I got fat in three months. That's amazing. Yeah. That's always one of the things I find so frustrating about the human condition. And it's interesting because I think that the pattern has been placed there again, whatever source you believe that put it there. But um, the pattern is there and it's clear. And that is if you it, it takes everything you have to be as consistent and humanly possible to get your fitness uh, uh, right. Not just your physical fitness, your your fitness, your rightness. You know, big, big umbrella, right. capital, right? It takes everything you have to do on a daily basis to keep that maintained. And the day you stop, it automatically just starts like, like careening down. It. Like, it's like going down the bone saw, right? And, and it takes almost no yeah. time to get it back into garbage. And it takes a lot of consistency to keep it there, to get it there and to keep it there. And it takes almost no time to, to just let it go down the toilet. I think that although we don't want to believe it, the natural state of man is slovenliness, or that's or pick pick which one of the seven you like. You know, sloth, slothful, you know, kind of vain. backslidey. Oh, yeah. You know, not every guy, no. not every not every guy with everything. Sure, these are are generalizations. All right. Yeah. So you know, if you want to form uh, a perfect man. Mm -hmm. And you said, what are the seven attributes of a perfect man? Right. I think you'd need seven men. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and then you could put them together and you're yeah. like, boom. If you wanted to form a perfectly demonic man. Yeah. A man who oh, manifested all deadly here. sins. Uh -huh. You'd need seven men. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say that's the way God set it up. Yeah. You know, I was like tweeted this thing out this week about uh, God made different color people. Yep. For you know, he'll tell us the reason why or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. And yeah. one of my guys came back at me. and He's like, uh, "Variety." <laughs> I saw like, that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, like yeah. "Yeah." You know what? Like, yeah. Okay. I think there's like ten zillion or some crazy number of beetles. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. God likes beetles. Right. And okay. we still we're still discovering new ones. Right. You know who knows? You no, know, okay. it's like. Uh, I, you know, you look under the super microscope and uh, see the complexity of a, of a mosquito's eye. Right. You know, what? like what the, kind of bizarre. Yeah. I think I get comfort from that, you know, Franklin, because then I don't have to look in the mirror and say, why am I not, you know, perfect or, you know, why am I flawed? You know, because we all are. Right. And, and though God made us this way, he didn't make us to stay that way. Right? No. He made yeah. us for something better. Yeah. So that dovetails for me into our credo, right? Mm -hmm. No man is to be left behind because God didn't intend that. Right. But no man and, is to be left yeah. where he's found. Right. Because he didn't intend that either. So in the way that we do this um, and we keep contacting men and headlocking them and saying, you know, come into this thing because you know, well, explain this thing to me. You know, why would I do this? It's like, you wouldn't do it unless you thought you were everything you were supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're, if, if you you're feel that, like you're fully baked. Right. If, if, if you're that. Yeah. Then, then, then you shouldn't do this with us. But if the guy says, 
well, I don't think that. Oh. I don't just don't think I'm ready <laughs> for yeah, whatever to become that. Yeah. And my response to that is, then when would you ever be ready? Right. Well, I, I, I got to get all well before I go to the That's doctor, right. right? Right. When would your first step towards that initiate? Right. Initiate. Yeah. And I'm going to uh, extend this to something that you may just want to go ahead and edit out, I which I'm okay it. with this. Let's see. So I've seen an awful lot of talk, you know, about the Black Lives Matter and about, you know, what position F3 should take. Right. You know, and people protesting, marching, holding up signs, you know, singing hooray right. for our side, right? Yep. And uh, I don't think that's anything new. No, uh, clearly not. Um, but one thing I question about people, if you really, if this is something that's on your heart, why, why aren't you going to the men practicing unrepentant racism? Yeah. And encouraging them to repent and turn away from that. Why wouldn't that be where you would start? I mean, that that's, yeah. that, that, I guess I, that's half challenge, half question, sure. right? I mean, I, I get it that we're all in this together-ish and we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. But it seems to me that there's some portion of the population that is, that is practicing unrepentant racism yeah and i'm gonna say it's because sin has taken over their hearts you yeah. know that there's yeah. a dark spot there you know and for them to release that it's going to take some work and and the only way i know to do that is the way that you would that's describe right. right that's right let's, let's get three p's man that's right yeah. and you know my worldview tells me that that's exactly what jesus said he came for he came for the sinner yeah. He came for the sick. You know, not to go and break bread with the pure or whatever. Right. But to break bread with the sinner. Right. To re help the sinner redeem himself. To go to those who need That's change and help them. Encourage them to, to change, change. And help them to change. And I don't think screaming in their face is the way to start. That's yeah. just me. Now go ahead and cut that out if you think that's too much. No, I, I don't, and and I'll I'll only add this that uh, um, even I, as you know, I attended. Uh, a, yeah, I saw a march yesterday, um, and, and I ran into Santini there, as a matter of fact, um, and uh, and doesn't and, surprise me, right? And some other guys that that uh, and some friends of ours who are are you know black guys we work out with and and whatever and. Um, I think that what I determined was that, uh, and although there was no screaming in anybody's faces at that particular uh, gathering, um, I think maybe there is a place for it. It's not my place uh, because I don't, I don't have that same belief that that's how that gets done. Um, but I'll tell you, man, I, I learned more, you know, t talking for two minutes here and three minutes there and five minutes there to right. The, the ladies and the men and whatever that were there and listening just saying help me what brought you out what why why'd you come today yeah well you know always how we say you know a guy comes to the SLT or comes to the nation or whatever right. says we ought to do this or we ought to do that you know yeah. our response is yeah. always well 
why don't you go ahead right. and do that? We agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, we ought to. You're the yeah. we. Yeah. You're that somebody. This is, this is a platform upon which you can stand yeah. on your own hind legs as a grown man and do what you want to do. And as long as it's not demonstrably bad. Right. We're, we're going to cheer you on. We're going to cheer you on like crazy. I mean, that's why F3 is different than most organizations. So it's not like we can actually take a position on one thing or another other than the overarching thing, which is what we do, is which is our right. you know, our mission, right? Right. Um, so this is going to be a little bit of reversal of that because we don't do this very often. But I would like to see somebody in an F3 mm-hmm. start an initiative that was aimed at the racists. Sure. To the racists. Yeah. You know, to... To help, to help them understand why that's not right. To articulate vision, that's right. to persuade, that's and right. to help them exhort through you the know, obstacles. We have many initiatives already to help people who have been personally mm-hmm. and or materially harmed by racism. Yeah. Many. Yeah. And that's in, something in we... cities all over the country. All, all over the country. And that's what we should be doing, right? Right. That's what we're called to do. I, if there is one, I don't know about an effort that's that says the dolphin, this the, yeah. the daffodil is racists, right? Is men who hate. I, if there is wow. one, I don't know it. Well, I will say uh, a little bit more on the front lines than uh, than maybe you are these days, but uh, I'm not aware of one either, and, for sure. Right, and maybe somebody out there listening to this would say, well. No, we just have to stop them. I'm like, you can't stop them until you convince them to change. Yeah. You know, and to show them, you know, to show them how, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, maybe that's crazy. Probably. And, and Okay. It's, it's good evidence that it's crazy that no one's ever said it. <laughs> right. That I know of. <laughs> Not that I'm aware right. of. And, yeah. you know, that somebody ain't me. No. Because, you know, my daffodil is accelerating men. Right. You know, it's not guys who are, let's say, you know, alcoholics, right, or um, drug addicts, addicted to narcotics, Mm -hmm. addicted to porn, or, you know, you you name your list. Right, you pick. Right, yeah. That's right. Because I know guys who, that is their daffodil. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. But I don't know a single guy whose daffodil is... Men who are overcome by the sin of race hatred. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that guy. And if that guy's out there and he's thinking, I want to do this, but no one's ever encouraged me to do it. I guess I'm encouraging you to do it. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Like a lot of things and you ain't going to know. And again, go be around them. Listen to this. You know, when you get back down to Baxter Village and decide whether or not it's crazy, because <laughs> we didn't discuss it. No. And uh, it's something I've been thinking about. Um, so feel free to, to take it out. You won't offend me. I, I trust your wisdom and judgment. Um, as the president of F3 Nation, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, you have my 100% support. So do Thank what you need to do. As long as you do something good. Will you do that? I will. All right, Radio Face the podcast face if anything it is it is
something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about F3, leadership, or anything else, write to us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Tweet us at at 43feetpodcast or find us on Facebook at 43 Feet. While you're there, give us a follow. Also, if you like this podcast, share it with a friend, rate us, and write a review. It really does help others find us. Until next time, we'll be out here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult the 43 feet out front. What a field day for the heat A thousand people in the street Singing songs and a carrying sign